0: Welcome to Storytelling with Seth, a place where I honestly and as authentically as possible attempt to share with you stories I discover. Some of them are in the news, some of them are a bit of word of mouth or something whispered in the ear, and others are those rare opportunities where I get the chance to sit down with someone and talk to them about their story and in turn share it with you. I really hope you enjoy Every story here on Storytelling with Seth, but there's really only one way I can know, and that's if you let me know. If you're using the Anchor platform to listen to this, you can go ahead and leave me a voice message, and I'd be happy to share it on this podcast. However, you can also reach out to me through email at sethsingleton at gmail.com, as well as on various social media platforms like Instagram, where I'm Seth the Writer, Twitter, where I'm at one more singleton, or on Facebook, Seth Singleton Storyteller. Please feel free to reach out on the platform you feel the most comfortable with so that I can hear what you like, what you don't like, and more importantly, so that together we can share our stories with each other. And now that I've given you an idea of what this is and what to expect, the only thing now, or the only thing left to do now, is to tell a story. Let's get started, shall we? Dinner at Trattoria La Casalinga and conversation with a German couple about Donald Trump, Americans, and California by Seth Singleton. This is a series of posts following my wife and me on a tour of Italy. Day three continues in Florence. Jet lag. The jet lag is hitting me and Tracy like an avalanche. We napped for a long time after seeing the dome at the Basilica of St. Mary of the Flower. It was like we both kept napping, even though when we opened our eyes, we told ourselves, and then each other, that we had slept for so long that it was time to get up. This was our last full day in Florence. Tomorrow we would be on our way to Assisi in Umbria. Getting started was taking a little longer this morning. take a quick break to pay some bills with this word from our sponsor. Full course Italian dining. Certainly not for the weak of heart. We had the most complete dinner last night at Trattoria Casalinga. It was a bustling place that required a reservation. We started with antipasti, a prosciutto, copa, cheese and olives. Bruschetta with tomatoes, and beans, and pate. And then we remembered to try not to fill up. American or Californian. While we were enjoying our antipasti, we realized that we were seated next to an older couple who were finishing their meal right around the time we were sitting down. They conversed quietly in German, but Tracy and I both felt that they were talking about us. This was confirmed when they paid their bill, and the man and I made eye contact. Tracy and I had just finished our appetizers, and the plates had been cleared. The man paused, looked at me, and then asked if we were American. I hesitated and looked at Tracy. Incurably optimistic, still one foot in the 19th century, I am a bit retarded, like most Americans, said Henry Miller, from the Tropic of Cancer. I'm not ashamed to be an American. I am disappointed that being an American means that I have to take responsibility for the bad and good that is associated with all Americans, I am a bad example of a good representation. I am not the ideal version of anything, which means there are limits to what I can speak about, or even for, with authority. As Mark Twain said, God created war so that Americans would learn geography. I looked at this man and I answered that we were Americans, and he pointed out my hesitation. I acknowledge that the actions America takes on the world stage left itself open to judgment. Then he asked where we were from, and Tracy replied, California. At this, the man and his wife said, ah. We talked about the difference between most Americans and California. He said that California was a different country. A nagging statistic that I can recall with ease is that the Golden State has the eighth-largest economy in the world. It is in the news often for progressive action that reflects its independence. There is even an initiative to secede California from the United States, and another to break the state into smaller provinces or states of their own. The conversation moved, and we talked about Europe, and then Germany. The gentleman compared the aggression of Adolf Hitler and the actions of Donald Trump's America First and Make America Great Again policies. He said, America did a great thing, and I was grateful when they liberated Germany, he said. But since then, they do not act with the same commitment. And when they do act, they will not take those who have been suffering, the refugees. I don't believe I had the right to say something on behalf of America or even anyone else but myself. But I did feel like this man deserved my opinion. He had risked vulnerability by speaking to me in English, and this was clearly not his strength. He was not aggressive, his intentions were honest, and his questions direct. I believe America is more comfortable taking action, I said, than it is taking responsibility, For its actions. But that does not mean it is not responsible. By now, his wife was restless. Their meal was done, the bill paid, but her husband was still talking. He left us with a final thought. He raised both hands like a referee signaling a touchdown Trump will be elected again. I nodded in agreement and said yes, even as my wife and his wife slowly and almost softly said no, as if in shock. It was hard to see any change in the current climate that would prevent a second term, and I didn't know how else to respond. The woman, though, had had enough. She grabbed his arm, smiled, and thanked us before they got up and left. And now we're gonna take a quick break to pay some bills with this word from our sponsor. More food arrived, then an appetizer of grilled asparagus. Next were two beautiful bowls of pasta. By the time we finished and walked home, I could barely keep my eyes open. I could not stop thinking about what the man had said. Despite the Watergate investigation, Nixon was reelected. He wasn't removed from office until his second term. The same was possible for Trump, even during his current investigation. And there was nothing to say that those who supported him in the past election would not support him again. And no one had offered an answer that others could turn to as an option instead of him. I looked up at the lights and the sky. The night was beautiful. And I didn't want to think about politics anymore. I still had a little work to do. I knew I wanted to call Jabari to see how the meeting I missed had gone, but I wanted my head to be clear. So I set a timer for 10 minutes after Tracy and I arrived home. Then I stretched out on the bed and thought about the difference in time. I'm sure the timer went off, and then that I turned it off, but I just don't remember. What I do remember is waking up about three and a half to four hours later. I was exhausted, and I only awoke because the noise of a mosquito was buzzing near my ears. I woke up to multiple bites, big ones. I got up and made a pot of coffee, and then a second pot. Finally, I felt ready to call Jabari and talk about the game. He walked me through the plot points that he and Fenn had worked out, and then we plotted a schedule of expected goals and timelines for the upcoming weeks. Tracy fell asleep while I was on the call, and when I was done, I couldn't resist the chance to call back into bed and sleep again. I was still full and tired of talking. Now, it was time to sleep and dream. When I woke up later, I would still be in Florence. I would be no more then midday through our last day, all the possibility in the world. But first, I wanted to dream and watch the lights become a steady hum of glow. You have been listening to Seth Singleton Storyteller on the Anchor Podcast Storytelling with Seth. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast and to support it through your listening. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. You can always call in and leave a message, grab my contact info and shoot me a text, shoot me an email, find me on Instagram or Facebook or your favorite platform. And if there's one you think I haven't used yet, but you would love to access content on, please reach out and let me know. My favorite thing is finding out new ways that I can reach to you and that we can share a gift of storytelling. Thanks again for listening. Looking forward to the next opportunity to tell you a story. Thank you again for listening to Storytelling with Seth. Whether you're listening on Anchor, Radio Public, Breaker, iOS, Google Play, or one of the many other platforms available, I appreciate you taking the time to listen. And if you're one of those generous supporters, thank you. If you didn't know, you can support my podcast while you're listening to this recording. Feel free to take a look for the link that says to support me, which be a really simple little button. And if you're having any trouble, don't hesitate to reach out and let me know. And I'll make sure that I'll do my best to help. But your listening, your continued support is what makes these podcasts possible. And I couldn't do it without you. So thank you again, not only for listening, but for your generous support and for all the different platforms that you listen to Storytelling with Seth. I look forward to sharing my next story with you soon.